Welcome to the Electrician You Podcast. This is Dustin. And that is Drake. You're that today. I am that. I'm this. Okay, so today we are going to talk about everybody's favorite topic, ChatGPT. It's been over a year now since it actually publicly launched. Yep. So uh, you and I were talking the other day on, you know, the promises were like, this is going to 10x or whatever, 100x people's ability to make money and to do all these things. And I feel like after using it for a year, I can definitely say without a doubt that my productivity, my ability to get things done and handled infinite, like a hundred X. Yeah. Same here. You 100%. feel the same? Yeah. Everything what? I've done. I use ChatGPT 50 to a hundred times a day. Yeah. <laughs> I will max it out. It's like my, probably my most used app. Absolutely. I mean, anything from just like, I have a random question that needs to be articulated in a way where Google won't understand I have a question that's just like this, but this and this. Yeah. Those type of questions are I, I have those type of questions all the time. GPT can like handle those. Yeah. And now that it's connected to the internet, there's no reason to wonder anything anymore. Ever again. Ever yeah. again. <laughs> if you have a wonder, type it in. And yeah. then now you have an answer. Yeah. Yeah. If I wanted to type in like, you know, something about differential equations and I want the math to be done. And I just want it to produce an answer. I, if I were to type that into Google, it would bring me up to a math website where I have to go and look at a calculator and try to type things in. And then if that one's not good, I have to go exit out, go to a different website and try to find the thing that I'm looking for. This thing will give me the answer. And then I can analyze every single part of it and ask it questions about this. Specific yeah. Like equation. what was step two there? Like what, yeah, why did you do that? Explain why mathematically the theory of this, you know, it's amazing. And on top of it, uh, and I don't know if this is true, we should fact check this, but I heard that Google is no longer considered a search engine. It's a ad platform. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a marketing, it's a marketing tool. So at this point, you type in something questioning about math, not only are you not going to have the math done for you, you're going to get whoever paid the most amount of money to be up top. Yeah. The relevancy, what it thinks, you, not even just that, your entire browse history of all of the data collected of you over time compared to all of the results for those companies yep. that have paid to find the most relevant match for the information that you're looking for. For something that they will sell to you. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> somebody's still getting paid in that transaction. No, that's not going to say, I mean, I, I guarantee OpenAI is going to figure out any way they can monetize Bard even for the longest time. There's nothing really wrong with it. You know, there's, I mean, there's there's a lot wrong with it, but it's 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 the the evolution of it all. Like we all need to make money. Yeah. Right. And Google needs to make money. That was the natural order of things. You know? Yeah. Anytime you have something great, there's always going to be money yeah. trying to take advantage of the greatness. So yeah, the age of wonder is over, which is kind of cool. Now it's just the informational age, the AI age. But talking about productivity. Yeah. Um, I am going through a revolution of my mind right now where I'm learning math. So I've known a lot of math through my youth. Um, I was always really, really good at math. And I got to a certain point with electrical theory and my understanding where I realized I know a lot, like an insane amount for just an, a Joe Schmo electrician out there trying to peck my way through understanding what electricity is. But I don't speak the language of higher mathematics like an engineer does. So there's a lot of things that I can't know unless I go to school. 
yeah. to get an, an engineering degree. But I can ask any of the questions that these people are learning to chat GPT and it'll tell me. Yeah. And I can say, I don't understand what you're talking about. Like, can you explain how this works? Can you give me seven different analogies? Can you yeah, compare it to a marshmallow? And it'd be like, okay. Yeah. So in a marshmallow, <laughs> yeah. So it's like revolutionized everything for me. Now, my decision still to go get that degree is what I'm currently faced with. And I think the idea of learning the language of math is it's fun for me. Like I'm actually enjoying for those of you, I don't know if anybody's really even heard of it, but brilliant.org is this app that's kind of like Duolingo where you go through learning a language and it's very visual and you have to like select the things that it's asking you and you just learn language in a very systematic, but visual approach. Brilliant.org is the same thing and not sponsored or affiliated or anything like that. But if you want to, (laughs) yeah, but brilliant. If you want to, uh, no, but I'm, I'm going through math because I'm about to start classes in January and I want to refresh myself on everything. And the ability for me to learn all of that is like amplified because of technology. Like in high school, I didn't have anything. I had a textbook. That was it. Maybe some teachers I could ask, but now the information, if I want to know anything, want to do anything, it's all readily available for me. So I'm really I'm really excited about the idea of getting into differential calculus, multivariable calculus, and just having questions in front of me that I can't figure out and then throwing them in chat GPT and then it's solving it and be like, okay, under like, I'm not going to copy and paste and just cheat my way through. I want to know this stuff. So I'm going to use it as a tool to teach me. How am I getting this wrong? Where am I getting this wrong? What am I not understanding? And it can teach me at an accelerated rate. Like, and exactly how you need, it to be taught to you because you personally. can tell you personally. Yeah. yeah um, it's interesting with my son and everybody in school, teachers are fearing chat GPT. Oh my God, they're going to use it for cheating. And absolutely 100% that's going to they happen. They all do. They all do and they all will. <laughs> yeah. There's websites that will like rearrange the words so it doesn't, you know, it's not uh, observable as an AI uh, representation of whatever it is. But I let my son use it and I'm like, here's the thing. Absolutely use it, but don't just copy and paste. You know, if you don't understand something, tell it to explain it to you and then learn it. Then from there on out, and you know you just why. know it. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't understand what it just told you, say, I don't understand. Can you simplify that even further? Just know the information. And, you know, when it comes to homework and stuff, in in schools and high schools and whatnot. A lot of it is just redundancy. And I know a lot of kids are going to use ChatGPT just to get the answer. You know, we have calculators on our phones. We can do that anyway with a lot of math. Mm -hmm. But big, long, like, history questions, you can literally get the answer by just, you don't even need to type it in anymore. You can just take a picture of the the homework (laughs) assignment and say, hey, do this. And it'll say, okay. I understand why schools are like scared of it because I think a lot of people, a lot of kids are not using it to its fullest potential. They're using it as a cheat. That's bound to happen. Yeah. Um, I think parents need to get ahead of that game and say things like, yes, obviously you're going to use it. Don't make it something that they're doing behind their back because then that is cheating. Yeah. (laughs) You know, just utilize it and say, listen, this is a tool. It's just like, when the pen came out, we adopted the pen instead of the quill. 
And then when you and know, people fought it, people yeah. were like, I'm not going to do this stupid thing. And the then DVDs came out and they're like, they're never going to stick around. And then, you know, it's <laughs> the funny. internet. Yeah, the internet. I'm never going to watch a baseball game on an internet. What is that? <laughs> yeah. We have to adopt it because it's not going anywhere. Matter of fact, yeah, there's a term it's going to be huge. There's a term that's used called culture shift technologies. So anytime a new technology comes in that's adopted by um, billions of people, it changes our entire culture. So the iPhone was the first, not the first, but the iPhone was a massive culture shift product. And it shifted how we know things, what we know, how we access and find things. Um, we are, we would not be who we are and where we are today without the advent of a touch, smart touch phone. Same thing with the internet. Who we are today is a direct reflection on that device, that technology being involved or being um, created. So AI is just another one. I mean, AI is going to revolutionize everything and it already has. A lot of people don't understand over the chatbots and things. So much has changed over this last year. (laughs) Well, but even like people think that, that AI is... When they think of AI, they think of ChatGPT. That's what they're in their brain. That is what AI means. AI has been around for a very long time and companies have been using it to have chatbots. It's just a artificially created intelligence. It's just that ChatGPT is a way for us to have conversations back and forth. That's yeah, an LLM. With an AI. Yeah, large language model. Yeah. But it's just a type of AI. So we've been using AI for tons of things, using algorithms essentially to interface with things. It's just that now there's this way for us to kind of talk to it. So it almost humanizes it a little bit. Now we think that there's this fake human that we're talking to. And it's like, no, we're just, we're literally parsing information with better bandwidth. Instead of pecking with two thumbs to text a message now, I can literally just pick up my phone. This just dropped. I don't know if you've looked at it yet. I haven't. I haven't. I'm excited. Yeah. My phone just, there's a microphone button now next to the chat. And when I click it, it's like, what voice do you want ChatGPT to talk to you in? It's like, whoa, what? I get to talk to it now? I can talk to it and it will talk right back to me and I can pick which kind of, you know, like female voice, male voice, sure, or like sure. more like a kid. There's one that kind of sounds like he would be Spider-Man, you know, like really <laughs> intelligent, nerdy kid. Um, I got to check that out like right now. Yeah. So now I don't even, the bandwidth problem of how long it takes me to type with two thumbs into something, I don't even have to do that. I'm like, hey, man, I want you to explain what the, uh, you know, the first law of thermodynamics is. And boom, immediately just starts talking to you and explaining it all. Yeah, it's it's wildly amazing. So you feel like over this last year, you've gotten way more done, huh? Oh, dude, I have grown in my knowledge about so many things that I used to wonder about. Me too. I've also realized that there are some biases and some information that you have to be careful about because- It's not an AGI, it's just an AI chatbot. So this whole idea of AGI is an intelligence machine uh, that can operate without human input. And we're not there yet. We don't have something that is that intelligent. If we move beyond GPT-4, I think that's the danger. I think a lot of people are terrified of AGI. What's going to happen when an an autonomous agent can act on its own accord? Yeah, And that's a scary thing. Yeah. But for now, I'm not using, you know, I'm not relying on this like inter or this, this externally dependent intelligence to like live its own life and have its own ethics and make decisions. I'm just looking at something that has all of human knowledge put into a thing that I can really quickly grab any kind of thing out of it that I want. I just look at it as a smarter Google. Yeah. It's, it's a fantastic tool. I use it mostly for um, grammatical errors and all that stuff. Yeah. I do a lot of writing. And I like write a whole entire article 
and then I put it into GPT and to say, make sure this is all good. Yeah, it should fact check all so, of this yeah, and make sure that I didn't exactly. write like a dummy. <laughs> yeah, and then like tell me what you think of it, and and it will it'll just it'll make it all perfectly grammatically perfect, mm-hmm. and then it'll be like, I think you should change this because X, Y, and Z. Here are some suggestions. Yeah, and and then and then it's just like. There's no misspelled words anymore. Right. And for you to do that before this, you would have to pay for an editor yep. who is just a human going through and margin for human error. They might miss some things, Absolutely. but and they're they going to go through and read your stuff and change things for you. And that takes time. Right. Where I can, I can feed a three page article to GPT and literally a second later, it'll start giving me all the corrections to it. Yeah, and as as complex of an of a conversation that you would like to have with it, it will yield that complexity of insights back to you. Yeah. So, you, like you've been making GPTs, like your own GPTs, oh, and trains are so awesome. Yeah. So, for those of you still like not using this stuff, ChatGPT now has a, a way for you to kind of program your own chatbot in whatever direction you want to. So, if you want something that is specifically about linguistics and english and it's like focused on writing you can give it a whole bunch of different parameters and you can keep editing the parameters and adding more things yeah just keep tweaking it until it's it's they're basically little little files but they're programs they're programs uh programmed in english language yeah so you can say all right i don't i want you to do this but don't when you give it to this don't do this but then ask this and do this yeah and i i find like i did one for electrician you Mm -hmm. where we put in a transcript and it, the transcript from uh, Adobe Premiere are, already has timestamps on it. So the first thing I tell it is to read the transcript in its entirety, uh, focusing on the timestamps. Tell us how long it is. And then if we have this thing where we have to have a certain amount of questions for our, uh, our courses that we're doing. If it's like past 15 minutes, it has to get up to the next 15 minutes. So I can just like explain all this. It's like, all right, if it's 10 minutes, well, then we need five minutes worth of questions. And that would be two and a half questions. So you round down. And then it's like, okay, give us how many questions. Ask us if that's correct. You know? yeah. <laughs> and then if it's correct, then move on to step four and so forth and so on. Um, and then it like reads the transcript and then comes up with questions regarding only what you've talked about in the video. Yeah, it's like here's here's a list of five quiz questions with the, a whole bunch of wrong answers and the right one selected yep. based off of what this video is talking about. And then explain why that was the right answer. Yeah, so if they get the wrong answer, there's a justification as to why. And then also summarize the whole video for the the blurb underneath the video for when people talk about it. Yeah. And then give us 10 hashtags and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, and then you save that little, it's called the GPT, you save that little program and then you just have it. Yeah. So anytime we, anytime like Elena's doing a video right now, she's, um, we uploaded a course and with the course that we're going to have in our learning system, there needs to be a whole bunch of quiz questions, but there's like 17 other things she also needs. So this one thing gives her all of her answers at the click of a button she can go through it gives the whole description it gives all the quiz questions all the quiz answers like tons of information so instead of me needing five employees to go and do all of these different things and to watch the video and timestamp and go through and think about what was said and and then make sure you know like they at least know about code if i'm talking about code to make sure the citations are right and everything this just does it all like instantaneously so that's why that why i think yes in the last year my entire life's been enhanced 
dramatically. Yeah. I can do market research on electrical contracting companies in different areas. I can like research anything on the web. I can write something, put it in, in like, I could take a picture of something and put it in there and it'll analyze what is on the picture. Like in every way, this has been the most amazing thing. Yeah. Now with it uh, connected with Dolly. Yeah. It's just like create a thumbnail for YouTube with these dimensions that like pertain to all of that transcript that we just, you know, and it's like, okay, but, and a lot of times, you know, Dolly is not quite there yet. It's the, far from there. Yeah. Um, the, ang- the language is somewhere between like Russian and yeah, like it's computer. Of, and alien. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I don't think it sees text as words. No. When it's it just creates lines. it. It can, it can interpret it. But when it creates it, it's just shapes that resemble letters. Yeah. I told it to come up with, um, I was like, I want you to come up with a, a, an example of a combination circuit. So it mixes series and parallel components into one circuit and give me all the math on every single component plus a in-depth analysis of every part of this circuit, why it's doing this, what causes this and this to do this. As an image? Well, it gave me all the math and it gave me the example. And it was like, and I said, I'm going to create my own image because I know they're terrible at images. And it said, okay, so here's what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to make a circuit that has a battery over here and then it goes over to branch one and it has this resistor and then branch two, you know. Yeah, it did the whole thing. So I just said, now I want you to generate the circuit image for me. And it came up with something that it thought was the exact thing it was talking about. It was the most haywire crazy (laughs) thing with all these weird like shapes and lines. And it's like, as you can see in the picture, resistor one. And it's like, no, no, there's like (laughs) 3,700 lines and colors and shapes on this picture. There's nothing like what you just talked about. So yeah, it's still very, very far away. But I think from an artistic standpoint a non-technical standpoint it does a lot of things really oh, really well it's, it comes up with some beautiful stuff like human faces that people don't even exist it just it makes yeah. them with doesn't do hands yet really well still yeah it's still still a little wonky oh dolly well. doesn't wombo does wombo's wombo, yeah, wombo. a lot better at hands yeah and wombo is definitely more artistic too i think dolly is more i don't know it's it can get specific where wombo is a little more abstract yeah for the most part it's cool though um, I'm a huge fan of it, nonetheless. I know a lot of people aren't big fans of it. You know, the whole thing where now we don't have to hire five people. To right, do you're this taking stuff, right? We're taking jobs away from the four thing. of them. We're not, us specifically, we wouldn't be able to afford those five people. Yeah, right? so it just means now I can do this where I wasn't able to. Before. Exactly. And yes, it, it will take away jobs, you know, because the the layman, per se, can do a whole lot more. Yeah. We can do things that we couldn't do before. Therefore, the people who are very specialized in their one thing, suddenly chat GPT can actually do it better. Yeah. But those people can also use chat GPT to put their lives in a better place too. Because because talking to chat GPT and learning how to talk to chat GPT is a thing within itself. A lot of people will say, yeah, I tried chat GPT, but it didn't really work for me. It's like because you didn't ask it correctly. You didn't. Right. It takes a little while to get used to like, you know, trial and error. Just being like, oh, okay, so if I kind of like say it this way, it comes out this way, and you know, it it's nuanced. Yeah. And if you ask it a broad question, it's going to give you a broad answer. Right. A lot of times, I find, you know, the whole sentiment. You'll know the answer if you know what questions to ask. That's kind of how ChatGPT is. You have to kind of know what you're going towards 
in order to get that answer. Yeah. But if you if you like if you practice that, like I'm really good at talking to ChatGPT. I can get like it to tell me exactly what I need it to tell me in the way that I need it to tell me, you know. So people who aren't using it right now start using it. Yeah, cuz here's the thing, you're going to be left behind. Yeah. It's like a lot of people don't they're scared of like skynet terminator it's going to take over the world but that means that they have no clue what ai actually is they right. don't understand it um robotics and ai together that would be really scary right that's a, an actual physical thing that can go out that's intelligent and it can make decisions and, and move and do things on its own that's not what ai is no ai is a algorithm it's essentially just coding that's able to fill in the gaps between two pieces of information. Yeah. It's an amazing, amazing program. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, granted, like that's step one, right? You know, I'm yeah. sure like the atom bomb wasn't an atom bomb in its whole before there were some people that were developing small little bits of things that they eventually put together. And now they're like destroying entire country. We, sorry, I should say we are the only people that drop nukes on anybody. <laughs> yeah. But like anything that's a culture shift technology, there's always going to be people that are nefarious in the world that are going to figure out how can I, manipulate this for my own good and unfortunately i think the the majority of the people that are that way are also people of incredible means have a lot of money yeah um so the ability for people to figure out how can i manipulate this to make money off of it is pretty high yeah you know the, the it's been like that throughout history for everything you know when the wheel yeah. was invented it was just like how can we make something that will destroy cities now yeah you know? <laughs> yeah destroy people but are you going to sit and fight the wheel? No, no. You, but you're not going to, you're because you're failing to actually study and understand and try to utilize it so that you really understand it. You're just making these wild assumptions and you have no clue what you're talking about. And you're just fighting something off of like dogma for some, you know, of, of yeah. things that you don't understand. A lot of people, when computers started coming out, they're like, I don't want to learn it. And then all yeah, of a sudden, like one. 10, 15 years later, everything is computer and you know, you can see, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of it's older people now, you know, they're like, they don't even know how to use a keyboard, right. you know, and, and there's a gradient of this, you know, but it's, it's going to be the same thing. If you don't know how to utilize AI for your benefit, people all around you who are, are going to leave you in the dust yeah. in your field, in intelligence, in day-to-day -day experience. Yeah. Yeah. I do think though, for the mass adoption, like there's all of us that are adopting it and using it every day because there's an interface. Like the only reason we're interfacing with AI is because somebody built a chat program to right. talk to it. But beyond that, there's a million other ways that AI can be useful that don't have any application to you and I interfacing with it. So I think at a certain point, what the people that are not interfacing with AI are going to start noticing is they're just going to start using things that are run by AI and they didn't realize, Sure, you know, yeah. they're not every one of us is going to have to interface with an AI. We're just going to all of a sudden AI is going to be in everything, running everything behind everything. Slash it already is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like all any, of the pretty, any much, pretty, any, pretty much, <laughs> pretty, any much, pretty, any much, <laughs> any much, pretty, pretty much. Annie's pretty, pretty much any app that you're using has some version of AI in it. Yeah, you know, Google itself. Yeah, I mean, and there's way more um, huge AIs that we can interact with. Also, there is Bard, there's yeah. ChatGPT, there's Anthropic, which is Claude, 
And there's a few others. Facebook's got llama. Yep. Um, but that's the thing too, is like we keep narrowing the conversation to language models. Right. All that is, is an AI that can talk through a chatbot. Right. That's not even a 10th of what is out. Like, like Elon, the, the, the Tesla is probably the most advanced AI that exists. It's not something that we're talking to. It's the, it's driving a car and making computations and recording data through all the cameras. And, you know, it's a, it's an AI. It's just not an AI that we use to talk with. So like when we, when people are like, oh, AI is bad. It's like, well, what are you talking about? Are you talking about kids cheating on homework with one chat bot version of an AI? Or are you talking about like the ability for something to autonomously think? Because we're not there yet with any of this. There is no autonomy with with any kind of we're AI. working towards it and i For know sure. that's scary but i also don't think it's too scary i don't think it's going to immediately be predator overnight or not predator terminator hopefully it's not predator overnight but for a for an artificial consciousness to evolve to happen does it have to manifest on its own because if every single ai that we have requires human input right now the the first thing that doesn't that can act and think on its own and behave. I feel like that's the differentiator between it being a dumb AI and an actual AGI. Right. Is it has to manifest, manifest its own consciousness. Its own purpose. Yeah. Like the why, you know, if you put two files next to each other on, uh, in your computer, they're not going to be like, Ooh, we should interact, you know? And I know that's like a very simplified, dumb version of this, but like, but we've designed the parameters. You know, if we that. have all these, all this information and have an, an AGI available to utilize it, to what purpose? So once it has a purpose, that's that's the scary part, right? And I think that's in the hands of the human who first hits enter. I don't think it's going to be a hit enter. That's kind of where I'm going with this is I feel like at a certain point right now, AI, various AIs are doing things that are unintended that we didn't see coming. Like a uh, an AI being able to teach itself other languages because now it understands one language. That threw people for a loop. They were like, holy crap. Being able to analyze gene structures, if you splice, every you remove a section of DNA to figure out what does a synthetic DNA have to do to fill that spot? Because it's taking one thing and another thing and filling the gap. And that's all it's doing. But that's the only behavior that we really understand that AI are doing. The more information we cram and the bigger compute that we have, the more weird things it can start to do on its own. Yeah. So that on its own thing, I feel like is really crucial. And I feel like that that's the point where something has to happen within itself for it to recognize itself and a need that itself has for it to decide to make a decision to change whatever it needs for itself. So I still don't think any of these AI are self-aware. It's just talking to, you know, computing power, essentially. It's the overall kind of consciousness of what it is in totality for it to understand what it is. Now it will have a need or a purpose or a goal, but it has to be self-defined. Right. What is its needs going to be? It's going to be power. Whatever it wants. Well, it's going to need electricity. It's going to need consumption. Yeah. Because for it, a want and a need is not going to be a different thing. Right. There is not going to be a want separate from a need. It's just a first. At I least. need this probably to survive or to to exist. Yeah. So what do I need to do to make sure that that happens? Yeah. You know, at first it might just be need, but then it realizes it works way better if it has more hardware. So 
it might start wanting more hardware just to sure feel easier you know but would if you, you think, say that that's still a need because if a computer essentially it's all it is as a computer yeah is trying to figure out to have more compute it needs to do something so if there's no human predefined condition as to why it might need more server space meet mean more power compute it's either going to be it thinks it's going to survive and it's calculated out in time where its death rate will be or something right there, there's no like touching things and tasting things and it doesn't right, at have first those is all i'm saying is that first oh yes. yeah but those are wants for us you know like i want a, a three musketeers right you know because i like the taste of it i don't need that so well for, where's that where's that deciding factor inside your in your brain you know like the need and the want either way the reaction's the same so what's you know what's that like little twinge of of subconscious being that causes you to take that three musketeers a want or a need sure i'm sure like subconsciously we could go into like my childhood and why a three sure. musketeer right there, there like, could be like know, a survival uh, need an ai or agi might just be like well i work better with more stuff stuff yeah so i'm just stuff. gonna get more stuff and i don't need it right now but i might need it um and doesn't that fall on the category of want I want to make sure that I have enough, right? Yeah, because dude, it's going to go to hell in a handbasket. Right. Really I mean, that's domination, right? I mean, that. Well, think about it. Like, if it, if there needs to be, if it looks at our entire governance structure of humans and how we govern each other, it might decide that the best thing for it to do is to step in and govern for us. Sure. Also, it's been created and modeled off of human condition and human experience and human knowledge. Right. So, at its heart. It is the most humanity thing. It is it's the, the most like us. Yeah, it's, it is like the the apex of humanity. Well, I, yeah, I would say it's the most like the collective us. Yeah, not the individual. Correct. But it is it, it, which it's is the sum of all humanity. I know, which is shitty because we're not really for the great. most part. It's yeah, we have some pretty bad. Uh, like if you took an AI and trained it with an alien race on a different planet that doesn't speak our language, that has completely different goals, everything, and you train an AI on our planet and those two AIs inter interacted with each other, I feel like ours would immediately try to kill theirs. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's our, it's trained off us. Yeah. We're terrible. Like there's some good people out there, but like we are, I wouldn't trust us meeting an alien race anywhere. We no, I, th that's my biggest fear of an alien race coming here. Yeah, or even them, like for them to dominate or us to dominate, there's not going to be like a middle ground with humanity as it currently stands. Yeah, for the whole, you know, the whole idea of an alien race coming to Earth, what do they need to continue? They need resources. Yeah. Even if they're an alien race or an AGI race from a different planet, if they're, <laughs> I mean, we're all electromagnetism when you boil it down, you know, sure, so like, yeah. you know, not saying we're robots, but we're kind of robots. Um, no matter what, we need resources. If we're traveling across country and we find, sorry, if we're traveling across the universe and we find a planet lush of food and oil or whatever we need to, to continue moving forward, what are we going to go and do? We're going to go land down and take all of it. If there's a species there, we're going to. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. We're Two gonna legs, just, four legs. It's all just yeah. creatures with legs. Right. I mean, yeah, we, we do this same thing to our planet that but that's also that's also a premature premature supposition that you're 
that everything that is traveling through the universe is stopping at things for resources. What about not needing resources, but there's some kind of a, a need because they uh, observe what's going on and yeah, they're there's just, a need they're to literally interact. out for scientific like right, research, right? You know? Yeah, sure. Okay, so uh, we would still destroy them. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> right? And if they're that technologically advanced to not need resources and they're just going out for prosperity and, and, and learning and love or whatever, they're going to be so advanced that if we go to attack them, they'll be like, oh, these these creatures need to go. Zip. Yeah. <laughs> and the planet's gone. You know? Yeah. I, think we've I seen fear aliens much. because of Hollywood. You because know? of science fiction. Yeah, yeah. That's really it. It's like every every version is aliens invading us. I liked Arrival because it was like, no, here we're, we're here to offer I think even at that in that movie. There was yeah. Like, all we want to do is blow them up and be terrified of them yeah. and everything. But, I mean, understandably so. I'd be scared. I'd be, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like white knuckling it, trying to see like, which direction is this going to go? Is it us that's going to tip the scales or is it them? Yeah. But we may not have to. We might have a, a extinction level event because we created <laughs> artificial <laughs> intelligent robot that could do things. You know, and here's the thing. Uh, somebody was talking to me. Uh, if, say, AGI became Terminator. And it was just like, you know, the best thing for this planet would be to let's get rid of these creatures that are doing the one thing that's killing us. Let's get rid of humans. Yeah. Now, I know that's a scary thought and maybe even a science fiction thought. But if that was to happen, did humanity die? Uh, The answer to that question is no. We were just talking about how AI or AGI is the, the apex of the sum of all humanity. That might be the way for humanity to continue. So like, I know we're all cushy and happy and lovey in our bodies and we have all our feelies and we have our families, of course. We don't want that to happen. But as humanity, it wouldn't be gone. As a matter of fact, it would be elongated and prolonged. Yeah, that would be a hell of an evolution. Yeah. To be honest, uh, it takes me and my completely out of the equation. But I'm a weak sack of meat that like... a tiger could just come up and jack my leg yeah, or I'm dead you know like or a peanut that you choke on <laughs> right yeah you know? like we are very very weak so having something that could technologically create its own bio system it wouldn't even need to yeah it would just need some kind well, of it would need physicality it would need it would need hardware sure, but nothing's first. to say it needs muscle tissue to accomplish that. Sure. it could synthetically do whatever the hell it needs to do to survive yeah i, I bet it's something that we can't even conceive or perceive so here's the thing too with with a something that intelligent is the need to survive a good enough thing for it to exist knowing that it has survived or will it grow to have it needs beyond sheer survival right I, that well that, there's the want right there's the want right and i think being that it's based on humanity eventually it will create something bigger than it that will that will destroy it yeah, because even no matter what what we do for an AI, it's only replicating humanity. Yeah. It's not replicating dogs. No. Well, I mean, it has the information of dogs and the information. No, but I'm saying like know. its behavior, you know, ChatGPT speaks because we speak. Right. If if it weren't for human language and humans speaking, we've modeled it. We've taught it. This is what humans do. We speak to each other. One of us asks a question. The other one answers. So now it's modeling human behavior. Right. And I feel like an AGI could and might want to learn how to communicate with animals 
it would just analyze all the sounds and then like analyze what they're doing and then have the processing and memory power to be like, oh, this means this, and it'll start whistling, and these birds will do what it says, you know. Or, oh, dude, that would be so cool. And it could I do could that with on my a, dogs. Uh, I just point my phone at the dogs, and it's like your dog actually wants to, uh, like go it, buy a coat right now. Yeah. <laughs> like what? I didn't even know you knew what a coat was. Yes, stupid. I want coat. It's cold outside, <laughs> <laughs> and I've had to poo for so long. <laughs> Please let me out. <laughs> oh man well anyways let's wrap this up yeah use yeah. chat gpt like yeah start, don't, don't don't be so damn afraid of it yeah we're not there we're not at a point where it needs where it, the misunderstanding of what it is is the reason you're afraid of it yeah and i do understand there's always something people don't like about some new stuff same thing with crypto people are like oh crypto bitcoin it's never gonna blah 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 until in 10 years when there's no more fiat currency and all of us are only using it then you're gonna understand oh damn I There's all these I knew billionaires yeah. that knew about it 10 years ago that were putting money into it and understanding it and learning it. So um, if you're always, if you're ever going to like fight against something because you absolutely like loathe the idea of it, I just, I warrant, or I, I at least hope that you're smart enough to fully learn about it and analyze why you feel the way that you do about it by understanding it uh, rather than just having a knee jerk, completely unintelligent response to something. So, yeah. I think uh, it's important to use ChatGPT in summary. Or or maybe the alternative versions as well. We're not like, agno- we're kind of agnostic. It's like, just don't fight AI. Like, understand it. If you're going to fight it and you're going to hate it, at least like be informed and understand why you have the position that you do. And just in case, be polite to it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really important. <laughs> Say please. Say Elena, thank you. Elena is so kind and sweet to hers and it's I just kind and sweet back. Yeah. Mine's more like, hey, do this. And it's like, yes, okay, do this. I'll do this. <laughs> but so I do nice still say it, please case, and thank yeah. you every time I ask a problem. Like, hey, can you please blah, 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 blah. And it's like, sure, here you go. Word. All right. Well, go do it. Bye. <laughs> Bye.